Why do we associate expensive with good? There's a psychological reason behind it, and marketers take advantage of that every day. Not anymore. This is Good Swill Hunting. We've assembled a team of experts. Brian, our industry insider. I'm talking about price. Okay. Uh, I would look into the craft of beer world. Helps us navigate the world of beer alongside Matt. For the hardcore damaged individual alcoholic. <laughs> a total outsider. He prefers bush ice. I'm Blaine. My job is to balance things out. John, our host, keeps this train on the tracks. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. Hey, I think this makes two episodes in a row that we, we didn't skip. That's pretty good. Yeah. Don't roll. jinx us. <laughs> we Don't are on jinx a roll. Us. It's exciting. It's exciting. Today, we're uh, we're going to try something uh, a little little different here. This is going to be uh, Fortnite Brewing's Mash Pit. Mash Pit, an international style lager. Mm. Does that mean anything specific, Brian? Well, you know, it, it, it does a little bit. It's it, international. I think it has more to do with the marketing of the brewery. So, Fortnite Brewing is owned um, by... Uh, an Englishman, um, and they're they're based out of Cary, North Carolina, and he really wants to bring in a lot of that English influence. So I think that even if he's going to make an American style light beer, he's not going to call it that. He wants to be fancy and call it okay. international. Does that mean it's going to be more carbonated or something? Or are we going to find should, out? I think we should try and figure so, it out. So That's like calling it a continental breakfast for fuck's <laughs> sake. So, so what? What oh. you telling me? You telling me, brother? You telling me that this beer is come up? Came up with by an Englishman, but it's brewed here in the United States. Yeah, can, can you combine a Southern accent with that accent you just did? I don't know if that, I don't know. If Ooh, maybe Cockney, wouldn't it? Uh, maybe right. Scottish. Can, I don't know if that's we, possible. A, a redneck we, Brit, a Scott. Would it? Can, can we say Cockney? I'm <laughs> pretty sure we could. You can't. You just can't say. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we're all here. We've got Brian, our beer insider. We've got Matt, our outsider. We've got Blaine, our balancer, and I'm John with you. Head up uh, goodswillhunting.com. We want to know a little bit more about the, the crew that we have assembled here. And it sounds a little different because we are once again in Brian's bar. And uh, we're hanging out here with a live studio audience. We've got a few people hanging out with Ooh. us. So we're all just drinking beer and having a good time. Hey, do we need signs to be like applause? No. <laughs> applause, <you> guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so we're doing beer crowd. number 61. Yes, it's huge. <laughs> this is another oh North Carolina beer. What? Beer 61. I'm so excited. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Me too. 61 beers. Sorry. Why? why, <laughs> why? Just, do you want to elaborate? <laughs> no. Because they got eight less no, than 69? Uh, well, oh, come on, man. He's just waiting till we get to 420 is what he's in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is a North Carolina beer. Uh, this is uh, Fortnite Brewing's Mash Pit Lager, 4.6% ABV. This was purchased at Food Lion in Holden Beach, North Carolina. Uh, $7.99, a six-pack for 12-ounce cans, 11 cents an ounce. Untapped describing it as a clean, refreshing, familiar lager. But someone says slightly spicy, I it think. It says that on the can. But I like it. Untapped three point five one, a really good rating from them. So let's uh, let's crack these guys open, start taking our sips and blend. I think this is a super cool can. This is I like the the artwork on this. Fantastic thing. can. Uh, yeah, it's got a cool artwork uh, on the front that looks like a bunch of hands reaching up, uh, you know, in a mosh pit. You know, rem- remember when you when people when you would crowd surf? Yes, yeah, that, that's what it, it looks has, like. It has a man crowd surfing. 
So why isn't uh, it a crowd surf lager? Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, I think I think because a mosh pit it's, and it's, a crowd surfing are totally different. Well, right, but they're also they they're also they also kind of come as a package deal. If you're mosh pitting, there's crowd surfing. I've, no, it, no, I've never no, gotten no, a black eye no, no. at a crowd surf. But they're in between. You can't do them both at the same time because obviously to crowd surf, everybody has to be clustered. So I mean, yeah. in between the mosh pitting is the crowd surfing. But yeah, I, I think they should have done some more violence on the can. <laughs> some more violence? <laughs> more violence. But it's, a, uh, it's clean. It's a punch in the mouth! <laughs> um, it's oh, clean, clean refreshing, it? okay. familiar, a bright, golden, easy-drinking lager that resists classification while fitting hmm. in with any crowd. Interesting. Um, and yeah, I it's do the Chameleon. And, and, and Brian, I'll point out this time, this beer, it has a... Canned on four twenty eight twenty one, so this is almost a full year old. This it's, beer, it's, so mm-hmm. there, it's old. Caveat there. Um, well, well, you have to let it breathe like a fine bottle of wine. Is that what it is? Uh, but I, I actually think that I love that the last beer was really old, and I love that this one is not because I want to drink old beer. But the, go back and listen to the Kirkland episode and that interview with Chad Henderson from Noda Brewing, and it talks about why age matters in beer. And I think this is a great example. Matt, what's the born on date for that bush ice you're drinking right now? I just want to cleanse my palate before I... <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> criticizing. I was a little jealous that I don't oh. have a tasty beer in my hand. Is there, is there a born on date? It's probably pretty fresh. Matt Matt turns them over pretty quick. Here, I'll see if I can figure it out. Yeah, it might be some sort of like... Code. Yeah, and you should probably know the, the, the lingo for bush ice at this point. March 20th of 57. No. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> it's kind of old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wife needed the rescue, as usual. Well, while we try to figure that out, let's uh, let's do first sip impressions. Let's do this. It's time for first sip impressions. Keep the first sips going and the swill flowing. You know we buy the cheap stuff. As little as five cents an ounce will keep us happy. Check out goodswillhunting.com and click donate. All right, so knowing that it's a year old, knowing that it's a international style lager, let's see what you think, Matt. What, what, what are your thoughts on the, your first sips on this one? It's worse than the last one. Are you serious? Did you try it? Yes, I tried. What do you mean? I have, I've been drinking this. God. I don't think it's worse than the last one. God, I do. Really? Yeah. Okay. All I, right. I, I'm going to agree with Matt on that one. Thank really? You. Thank you, Blaine, for being a voice of reason <laughs> in these tumultuous times. And worse. Steve... Steve uh, is giving me a th- thumbs up because he uh, likes. Uh, he's the in beer, our studio. He likes it. <laughs> All right. So what do you, what do you thought? You just just don't like it? Huh? Man, it's got really rank aftertaste. It's like clean and refreshing compared to what? Am I drinking <laughs> a pit toilet in Wuhan, China? <laughs> 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 Damn, that thing is nasty. <laughs> So glad that I have an interview at this brewery yeah. on this episode. So glad. This will be our last interview, guys. Just uh, no just, more after this one. Just leave that part out. You know, uh, and I don't blame them yeah, necessarily. It's, yes. it's a year old, you know? It's like... Yep. Yeah. It's like every once in a while, I'll find a bush ice underneath the seat of my car. And <laughs> where the hell did you come from? <laughs> you know, it's all scratched up, you know, from the seat moving back and forth and... You and you're know, just like, here we go, baby. But I drink it anyway, and it, yeah, it's a little rank, but <laughs> uh, it isn't this. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? You know, uh, I actually, when I took my first sip, I was like, oh, it had that that clean, 
crisp lager flavor, but then that cardboard hit me, and I'm wondering if I didn't eat enough pretzels. To cleanse it? Yeah, but yeah. I did, and I actually had an IPA in between. What I think, in fact, I think that when we go to do the uh, the interview, I want to have more pretzels before I do my you know, my final have, impression. Have sure. you ever like just taken a bite of cardboard? You want to do that? Let's do that next episode. <laughs> I will get some, some cardboard, cardboard and let's. You go right to that flavor profile every time. Well, but it's it's a very common flavor in old beer, and this ends with cardboard yeah. flavor. And I don't blame the brewery. It's like I'm gonna have a hard time rating this because yeah. the last beer we did, Trailgazer, it wasn't the brewery's fault. It was old. This is almost a year old. It should taste bad. So and, and, our, and I hate, but I hate rating. <laughs> Are there beer any this beers old. that could last that length of time and still be decent? You know, let's go back to. I hate going back to Chad again, but he's really smart. There, when I was a freelance writer, there was about four or five brewers that I would constantly interview because they were brilliant. You know, he's one Weedy Weisenthal from Tombstone Brewing. You got, uh, you know, Doc Huts. Uh, no, I don't remember Doc. Doc Osborne from. Petal Haas and Phoenix. So I have, a, I have like these guys that are my go-to. And and that's why I keep going back to Chad, but he mentioned he had a hop drop stored in the back of his fridge. I almost that. frozen yeah. uh-huh. for a year, and it tasted not perfect, but good. But it, it was extremely cold during that time. But this, I remember the photo of it was not cold stored. This came off the shelf, if I remember correctly. Ashley, did this come off the shelf for the fridge? Shelf. Yeah. yeah. So that to me, I don't even. Want, I feel bad for these breweries that I'm. Okay, I didn't feel bad for Central you, Virginia. You know what? This one I almost do because yeah, they, they, their reps should be at that store yanking that saying. This is gone. Yeah. Well, it kind of gives you an idea of what you're paying for too. Like you're you're not only paying for what's in the beer and how it's brewed, but you're paying for the how the can looks, the marketing, and you're paying for those people to kind of be doing quality care. It's important. Uh, at, it's important. At, the, at the locations or in the distribution process. Yeah. Matt. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> tell them we reviewed a year old beer. It was ass. <laughs> Drop ship us some fresh stuff. <laughs> we will redo we'll it. Re review it. Absolutely. Actually, I actually think that's a great idea. We should. We should. Let's let's work on that. Blaine, what do you what do you think about this? Because I know you're not liking this as much either. So the first uh the first, you know, taste was was refreshing it wasn't bad but then uh, yeah it, it again had that rough harsh yeah. finish which i think brian that's the cardboard and it was that part was a little more bitter and sour to me than the other beer was and and i i feel like that is the old like that must be yeah. the direct uh, correlation it's it's kind of watery to me i think there might be a little more carbonation in this beer which i might expect from a what they want to go with this international lager but feels like I got dirty pennies in my mouth while I'm drinking it. Like, it oh, just has that yeah. weird taste. It just coats your mouth. Are, are we going to put some of those in our mouth for the next <laughs> I, episode, it might too? help. I don't know. It might <laughs> help the taste. Um, but maybe uh, you have to drink this in a mosh pit, right? And that might help the, the taste. So uh, let's do a little good school advertising on this one, because I think we're going we're gonna to knock it out of the park with this one, Blaine. That's right. Here we go.
And so now you all have sex pistols stuck in your head. There you go. I get worked for it, you know? Oi. No, oh, I like sex good. pistols. He's <laughs> good, mate. Do you, want, do you want to see my sex pistol? <laughs> oh, I was waiting for that. Should we still read it? Yeah, I think we should give a, we should give a cursory rating, and then we should go back and and do a, a follow up episode with a fresh can. Okay, here's a big question: Should we actually put that rating on Untap though? Because that does hurt the brewery. Okay, All and right. I feel that like I almost feel that these last two beers, because of their age, you know what? We'll rate them, but maybe not post them on Untap to give them a I break. Yeah, I kind of feel yeah. that that's not right to the brewery. Okay, and I know that sounds weird, but I know what. But at the same time, if it's on the shelf. It is meant to be consumed. Yeah, that and, wasn't and wasn't over, that's there the was an over, oversight on that. If you're putting yeah. something on the shelf, that's, that's the retailer's that's the fault, though. Well, they they should talk to the retailer. And but the this was this was at a, a well-known retailer. This is yeah. at Food Line, right? Con- consumer- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. That explains a lot. as a Food Line? Yeah, okay, uh, but we could actually get this beer here in town. I saw it at let- Harris Theater recently. Okay, here, let me for the record tell you about Food Line in my hood. Oh boy, that's where you get your beer. Not a single god. Darn banana! There, there were actually two bananas on the <laughs> whole banana going? rack. They haven't had bananas for a week. I'm so sorry, man. Like, my God, I, well, you really worked all up. right on on this when, episode of Groceries and Speaky Markets. <laughs> when we first moved to Charlotte, like my wife and I had this inside joke, like, "Oh, we bought this at the ghetto food line," and then we realized that you didn't need to use the word "ghetto" in front of food line. That just right. describes every food line. So, so let's God. let's go let's go ahead and give it give our grocery store rating, and then we'll give the beer rating. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, do last call. We got to get this thing going. Right. Keep the train on the tracks, John. For Christ's sake. <laughs> They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. All right, Last Call is where we give our rating, and then uh, we gently post it on tap. On, on tap. We're not going to do that this time. We're going to give our rating, and we're going to do a little caveat to this, because we all agree that this beer does have some potential to it. We really want to try a fresh one, but we got what we got. This is a year-old beer, and uh, we're going to rate it based on that, and then we'll do a follow-up episode and uh, and see what changed over that well, let's uh, learn to check time. the dates of all beers. It's important. Yeah. It's really important. And, and it should have been cheaper if it's a year-old, because if it was like a $3 beer for a six-pack, you know, maybe. And, and, and this is like a lesson I learned early on in my beer drinking phases is I'm a, I'm a budget hound. I am a sale person, right? But what I learned is when you see beer on sale, always, always check the date on that, especially Smart. if it's a hoppy beer. Yeah. There's a reason why that's on sale a lot of but times. But this was not on sale for the record. This was at regular price. So anyway. All right, Brian, okay. what do you think? Rate this guy. Gosh, and I just feel terrible, honestly. I think it's better than the Trailgazer. It's older and better. The cardboard aftertaste isn't as much. Maybe, Matt, you're shaking your head at me because that had more hops to try to hide that nasty cardboard. Yeah, that could be it. But to me, I get I get some huge lager potential in this. I really do. Like, I, I at that first sip, it's like, that first, like, it hits your lips and it hits your tongue, and you're like, this is going to be awesome. And then I'm like... <sighs> Ugh, letdown, but it's it's yeah. the age of the beer. It's a year old, so I'm gonna put this at a at a two, okay. just because there's a little potential that I could actually taste. You're I didn't taste, get a two. I couldn't taste any potential in Tailgazer. I 
trailgazer. I couldn't taste. <laughs> That's your fault, Matt. Slip of the tongue. I couldn't taste any potential in that beer. Yeah, that I could actually one, taste yeah. the potential yeah. in this. All that's, right, Matt. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Follow that up. Well, no, that's the thing about tail. Tailgrazer, <laughs> slip of the tongue, and you're a deep shit. <laughs> you know, but now this stuff is garbage. It's absolutely worth only a fraction of a point. I mean, I'm giving it a point two five because it's horrid. I would rather pour this through my sock, which is also I, a mask. No, 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 no. <laughs> For my foot. No, I am actually going to argue with that. This is better than anything from Minhas, and you've rated them all better than that. Oh, he's got you there. Uh, you know what? He's you, got you. You need to, you need to re-break this beer. I mean, this is okay if I want to butt chug a beer, but <laughs> so if you think about Minhas, you never went on a point two five. Can, you, can you go into some detail? Butt chug? Is that what you said? Have you done that before? You, you don't, don't Misty, do close your ears. Do, do you want to do that? I don't want to do that. Okay, because we can. I'm totally down. <laughs> Would it improve the taste? On the next episode, we're going to be doing various tastes. We're going to put cardboard in our mouth. We are going to put bad pennies God. in our mouth, old pennies, and we're going to butt chug a beer. So listen but, in, folks. All right, bite your cardboard, Brian. Blaine. Just bite it. All right, let, let me. Help uh, us out I, here. I'll help you get it back on the tracks here. Uh, so, the, I just tasted it again just to see if, like, yeah. Yeah. just to see. And, and, it, and, and that time, it tasted like someone like flicked their cigarette into it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was so bad. And um, where's Misty? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a point five. Point five. Uh, okay. And yeah. All right. So here's what I think. So I like the color. I like the Great. carbonation. I, this is a, this. This beer speaks to me. I like these colors. I like the I like the more carbonation in a beer, and it does have potential. But it is watery. It feels like I was at a concert, went to the mosh pit, had a beer in a plastic cup, set it down, got thrown around, sweat went everywhere. <laughs> sweat went into the beer, and it warmed up, and it just and gave someone me that flicked yucky their cigarette taste. into it, perhaps. Yeah. But it's got so much potential. I now, really want to try a fresh one. It's four point six percent. It's going to taste watery. Yeah, yeah, but it has like it just taste profile too. It's very thin yeah. on the taste. Well, but I'm going to give this a one and a half. Ah, with generous. that's my that's my my caveat. It could change because remember it's got three point five one overall and untapped. So and our good Goodswill diva just informed me that the last beer I rated this low yet still higher than this was our seventeen mile porter. The non alcoholic <laughs> beer you liked that better. Do you, are you want to reconsider? Seriously. Well, no. Now, 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 we have to. We have to remember that was we were we were putting that on a different play, okay. playing okay. field. Wow. Well, this is a different scale too. All right. So we disagree. We, we hope. To, okay. We hope I, for redemption. And I'll say a week a week ago, I was at the the U.S. National Whitewater Center having a heist brewery. Um, it was a uh, it had some hoppiness to it, but it was draft and it was so fresh. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it was so Citric good. Bunchel? Not that one, but oh, it, a, but it, it just beer. had this nice hop flavor to it. It was so fresh yeah. and so fresh good. makes a difference, so man. When you're going from that to this, and that's pricey craft beer, but it's like I I got that knowing I would like it, and with that full flavor, and this yeah. is just. Nah, not doing uh, it. Oh, it's got a full flavor already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right. we were going to keep you guys informed. Once we get a fresh one, we're going to go back and we're going to redo this one again. Um, and with a new, with a new, some new advertising with it too. But next week, we're going to do True Light. Brian, did you want to jump in yeah, on Yeah, and I expect good out of this brewery. And the reason why is I've seen the owner on, I followed him online for a while, Stuart Arnold. He's very, very, very opinionated on beer. Um, he does talks a lot about real ale and cask ale. And I, I think that, 
if he would taste this beer, he would agree with us. All right. And and he's one of the he's. I actually wish it was him we got to interview. Save one and send it to him. Do we have any left? We have a live studio audience today. <laughs> sure. Are drinking along with us. All right, we'll we'll try that out. But we next week, left. tune in. We're gonna go three in a row here. Of the with mash true pit. light. We'll see you then. Thank you.